Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm the president of Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm. We're a wealth management firm, and we're located in Riverside. I'm a certified financial planner, and I have three other individuals in my office that are also certified. We are fiduciaries, and if you'd like to know more about our company than what you hear on this radio today, just go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Now, every week what I do is I divide my program into three segments. The first segment is what I refer to as retirement update. And the second one is tactical asset management. And the third one is news you can use. Now, in the first segment of the program under retirement update, what I'm going to talk about, the whole program today is going to talk about kind of emergency funding. What do you do? Uh, what's going on with the COVID virus and the shutdown of governments and all the appropriation of money that's going out to everybody? Now, I'm fortunate that most of my clients, we have prepared them to deal with emergencies, not necessarily knowing that this was going to happen, but I've had calls from clients saying, I've got children and grandchildren asking for money because they were laid off or now the unemployment or their mortgage payments, such as that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about if you need cash now, and if you're listening to me and you're in this situation, or if you have a family member that's in this situation. Uh, we're going to talk about available assets or funds that are available to you in this kind of time. Now, the one thing that I will make right at the top of the uh, top of the list or the top of the program here is that you have to be prepared to deal with taxes because most of you are receiving benefits, but at the end of the day, you're going to have to pay taxes. For example, unemployment compensation, folks, is not income tax free. It is subject to income tax. And if you're in a higher tax bracket, you may want to stop and consider that the unemployment benefits that you're receiving, because you're going to receive a, a, a statement, you're going to receive a 1099, and you're going to have to pay income tax on the monies that you received. You might want to do some withholdings, and you can do that. Now, the other thing that you want to make sure of is that on any compensation, you know, the pressing needs of it, when you start to tap beyond that, for example, your mortgage and such as that. Well, the first place that most people go into is their IRA accounts, their 401k accounts. Now, under the provisions of the pandemic, Congress has relaxed the rules on borrowing. And borrowing, you can pull money out of your 401ks and you can borrow actually up to $100,000. You can access up to $200,000 through a combination of withdrawals and plan loans. Now, um, under the old rules, you could borrow out just enough, like $50,000. Well, they actually have increased that now to $100,000. And you can take out, I'm talking about from IRAs, 
Now, 401ks and IRAs have different provisions, so you have to be very careful about what you utilize first because um, if you have a 401k, it's, it's more effective to come from your 401k, take money out of your 401k to borrow it because you can borrow it and you don't have to worry about taxes. And if you're below 59 and a half, you can actually take out money because under the new rules, the government has relaxed those rules and you're having the ability to take money without paying that additional penalty. Now, this is the kicker. The kicker is, is that you have up to three years to put the money back. Now, this is a big deal. So if you took money from your IRA, normally you only had a short period of time, like 60 days. Now they're giving you up to three years to put the money back. And if you, if you take it as a distribution, you've got three years to pay the tax. So the resources that you have with an IRA as well as a 401k are really important. The other thing that most people would go into is probably their home. And their home, uh, as soon as you tap your home, now again, you can refinance and you can do a cash out or you can do, um, you know, you can do a home equity line of credit, or you could do a reverse mortgage if your home is paid for a very low value. So again, these loans, you have to be very careful about what you do with them, because if you borrow the money out on a cash out, for example, and you want to use it for spending needs, in other words, just to meet your household budget items, well, the interest on that amount of money, because it's not going into uh, pay for like a remodeling or other home improvements, the interest is not subject. You can't do. You can't deduct it from your income tax. So you have to be very careful about the income tax and the ramifications on that. But again, a HELOC becomes a great source. And I, again, I've talked to several loan brokers as well as banks, and they're doing HELOCs provided that you have proof of income. And if you haven't done a HELOC, set it up. Then you might, if you're age 62 and above, you may want to consider looking at a reverse mortgage. Those can be done to help you pull out equity and out of capital. Uh, for many of my clients, when they reach, uh, let's say, 65 and older, if their home is paid for, I'm suggesting that they do a, to a reverse mortgage just to have available capital and cash in the event of moments like this. These are emergency needs, and it becomes a source of capital that you normally wouldn't look to that you don't have to pay back. It helps to take the pressure off of your uh, you know, the, your investments and such. So if you're having to take money out, let's say for, for meeting monthly needs, maybe you look to the reverse mortgage to supplement those monthly needs. So again, it's a combination of things. The other thing that most people don't think about, but if you establish 529 plans for your children and for your grandchildren, uh, 529s are available to you. So if you are up against the wall and you need to uh, need maybe several thousand dollars, if you put money into 529s, you can take money out of your 529 and the only amount of money that you are subject to income tax is on the growth of that money because the dollars that you go into a 529 are not tax deductible. So therefore you don't have to worry about paying taxes on it. Also, if you have a portfolio, you can borrow against your portfolio and that, this is called a margin loan. And you can, instead of selling assets, you pull some money out and you pay that back at a later time. There's different ways that you can create liquidity, hopefully, so that you can get through this time frame. And I think this time frame will start to mitigate itself over the next several months. But if you're up against the wall and you're saying, I need money, I need money now, what I'm trying to do is to give you some ideas that you can get access to money that is cheaper than what it has been in the past. Because a lot of these rules have been relaxed regarding retirement plans, as well as borrowing from your home. I, again, if you have income, 
The banks are more than willing to loan you money on a HELOC or a refinance, a cash out on a refinance. And again, uh, looking at different aspects of uh, what your liquidity is. So anyway, if you'd like to know more information about this or have a discussion, you know, give me a call. My phone number is 951-684-7011. I want you to make smart decisions about your money. Understand the cost, the penalties, the taxes, all those things. And there's better ways to do this than not. And if it's just a family member that is going through this problem at this time, you know, give me a call. I'll be more than happy to uh, hopefully assist in your family as we get through this thing together. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about tactical asset management. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned he can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as tactical asset management. We are borrowing like a bunch of drunk sailors. I mean, this is nuts. The um, So the question I'm getting from clients right now is all this borrowing, what is going to be the repercussions of this? And, you know, the Trump administration uh, in virtually every country in the world, they're comparing this to a war. So it's not, it's not, um, it's not incorrect to say that every government is doing what they can to deal with the pandemic as though it was a war. But if you compare with what's going on with after our fourth relief package, um, we have a deficit right now of $3.8 trillion, or it, it translates into 18.6% of our gross domestic product. It's the highest since 1945. Hence, going back to World War II, and we're looking at it, it, it predicts, I mean, most analysts are predicting that the federal debt, the net total of, of previous debts hit, uh, deficits hit around about 106% of GDP, and it looks like we're going to hit that about 2022, and it's going to match the record set in 1946. Now, if you're starting to worry if these numbers are scaring you, the question is, will it threaten the future of our country? Will all this borrowing undermine our ability to grow as a country. You know, the biggest thing that I find right now is that, you know, people are concerned about inflation. So is the government debt, does it lead to a crisis or does it lead to excessive inflation? But the comments coming back and mostly analysts are saying there's very little, very little risk of the first, in other words, the crisis side of it. And nothing inevitable about the second, about inflation. It depends on the choices made by the Federal Reserve as well as the rest of the government. But in a debt crisis, investors worry about the debt and it reaches le levels that the country may not be able to repay. 
They refuse to buy bonds, sending interest rates sky higher, which simply adds to the burden of the debt. But right now, I have to tell you folks, that's the opposite of what's really happening. The federal target federal loan rate is effectively zero. And the 10-year treasury yields are below 1% for the first time. And, and we don't expect this to quickly reverse, in other words, when the pandemic is over. Private investment relative to savings was weak prior to the pandemic. And that imbalance could really worsen. So five years from now, markets expect that the federal fund rates, and this is really important. So from a tactical standpoint, understanding what the federal fund rates are, it could be just 1% or half, hear me, half of what we expected in early 2019. Now, this doesn't mean that all the added debt is necessary or being put to the, you know, the best possible use. You know, we talk about moral hazard a lot and that people are getting money and they're going to use it not for the intended purposes, for other things. But at the end of the day, um, it's, it seems to be that it's this debt level that we are climbing to seems to be manageable. It's a signal that economic costs of the debt in terms of crowding out private borrowers is very is particularly low because when when private borrowers in other words when business starts to compete with the government all of a sudden that seems to be a real bad situation because the cost of money goes up so in this situation here when we have a debt level that's 89% of gdp and the cost of that that debt level is about 2% of gross domestic product you know, it projects that the debt level, even though it's going to uh, astronomical heights, is not something that is unmanageable by our country. So the threat of a debt crisis has oftentimes in the past invoked justifying cut spending or raising taxes, even when the economy is weak. But it's based on, on evidence that really doesn't have a lot of precedence. There's little precedence of an advanced economy that controls its own currency. This is really important. We're the ones that print the money, not somebody else. We're not dependent upon anybody else. Like Greece, when they got into trouble years ago, well, they joined the euro and they gave over their currency. There was very, way, there's very little that they could do to print their way out of their problems. So, long, so right now, so as long as the Fed can print dollars, it can lend as many of them as it needs, ensuring that the federal government can always borrow. So, so far this year, the Fed has bought about $1.6 trillion in treasury debt to tamp down the stress in the markets. And they've done that in a myriad of ways. I'm not going to go into all the details right now, but it's been phenomenal, the impact of it. And the financing, the financing, it, it doesn't pay for this. You know, it, 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 they don't do it in paper money. It pays for issuing reserves, electronic money, um, basically to commercial banks. Now, on the left, you know, they think that this is this is actually what they've always wanted. And on the right, they're horrified because they think it's going to eliminate all restraints on government. Government will never come in to balance budgets. But let's let's kind of step back from all this. This came about because the world sees the pandemic as a threat to the overall world economy. So every world government, every country is borrowing and using their currency to put money in the hands of their citizens. So that's why we not only have unemployment, but we also have a supplemental of $600 a month or $600 a week for the next four months to people that are unemployed. Basically, what we're saying is here, 
this was not caused by you, it was caused by some outside force. And here we're going to do it because we believe the outcome at the end of the day is going to be positive. And by printing money by itself, it doesn't cause inflation. That requires spending and investment to reach the point that the economy overheats. And that'll send up prices of wages. Now, if that starts to occur, that is not a bad thing. That means the economy is firing on all cylinders. And the Federal Reserve then can lift the interest rates and they can cause the economy to slow down. But right now, there's very little evidence that we're going to be headed into an inflationary cycle. I know that's a concern. I've had a lot of conversation with clients and prospective clients over the last month or so as we've headed into this fiscal stimulus, so to speak. So inflation right now, it'll be, is projected right now to be somewhere around 1.5% in five to 10 years from now. And the Federal Reserve, I don't know if you've been keeping track of this, but they've been wanting to have inflation at 2% target and slightly higher, somewhere between 2 and 3%. And they've been having a really difficult time getting inflation up, even with all the money supply that we've been putting into the economy before the pandemic. So right now, the, the Fed would love to see a little inflation. But, you know, it hasn't, it hasn't fallen. And it always seems like it's short of its 2% target. And so right now, what we're looking at is the concern of the Federal Reserve is not so much about inflation, is to stabilize the economy and make sure that people have enough money to keep a roof over their head, food on the table, and their basic necessities taken care of. And as we get through this pandemic and get on the other side of it, yeah, we'll have a bill to pay, but we're not going to pay this debt off. What we're going to do is inflation. That's why that's why the Federal Reserve wants inflation, because the actual cost of the debt declines. And the Federal Reserve doesn't think in one year or two years. They think in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years. They think way out. And what of that, what's that cost of that debt way down the road? Now, again, I'm not, I'm not in favor of just borrowing money for the sake of borrowing. But it, you have to separate the federal government separate from your individual households. It's a different, it's a different economic cycle. So again, um, if you'd like to know more about this, if you want to talk to me about it, I'd love to be, you know, do a web, web meeting with you. Give me a call. My phone number is 951-684-7011. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as news you can use. Now, again, this whole, this whole program today, I'm talking about in case of emergencies, what do you need, what you can do? And it's not so much for my clients, because most of my clients are, are really well prepared. They have enough emergency funds, but also their targets, though. Their targets by children and grandchildren, people that aren't as well healed or not as well prepared. So there's an article in the Wall Street Journal that I'll be more than happy to send out to you. It's called 10 Financial Moves to Make If You Lose Your Job. 
So it talks about kind of a, you know, kind of a, uh, you know, a process that you would go through from uh, best case scenario to worst case scenario that what you need to do in order to keep your head above water, because this will get through. I mean, again, a, a large percentage of our population, they're vulnerable in the first place. They were really going from paycheck to paycheck. So unemployment and some of those other things are going to be critically important to them to help them get through this time. But if you have a child or a grandchild, all of a sudden they're saying, I, I, I can't pay my mortgage. I can't, I can't take care of, of the bills that I have for my car loans, whatever. This is an article I'd be more than happy to send out to you. And it goes through the steps. It would be something you can give. Not only you could use it for yourself, but also for your children and your grandchildren. And it talks about what you need to do to analyze step one through step 10 on how best to deal with um, what your financial situation is. The first one is survey your spending. If you've listened to me on the radio, you know I'm a stickler for budget. I want to know where every dollar comes in and I want to know where every dollar goes out. I want to know that. And it's important to watch and to manage that. And I would, I would sit down with anybody who's asking for money is I want to know what your fixed and discretionary spending is. I want to know what is what absolutely you need to spend, and I want to get down to your rock bottom cost of living. And then the discretionary is all the things that you want, but you don't need to buy at that stage. The other thing I would do is I would say, negotiate with your lenders. I would ask anybody who's, who needs help, I says, have you talked to your lenders and have them either defer the monthly payments to cut the monthly payments, to cut the interest rate. Have you talked to them? Have you called them? And if you haven't, it's a teaching moment, folks. If they have never gone through this, and if they feel like they're entitled to whatever you give them, allow them to learn from this. Allow them to struggle a little bit. The other one is, if they're making contributions to their 401k or IRAs, pause. Stop making contributions right now. You can free up additional cash going into your, um, into your, into your wallet, so to speak, into your paycheck, and that may be, a, may be of help. Again, if you've still got a job and you're making contributions to a 401k. Reconsider your tax withholdings. Let's say there's two in the household and one has lost their job, the other one hasn't. Your income is probably going to be lower. If your income is lower, you're probably not going to pay as much in taxes. So you may want to consider the, the deductions that, that you've set up to take out of your payroll. That would probably free up more cash to come into your paycheck, into your household budget that you would need. Modify your insurance. If you have health insurance, take a good hard look at what the state programs. You can go to healthcare.gov or for individual uh, state exchanges. Uh, you need to keep your insurance in place. It's really, really critical. But again, health insurance is probably one of your biggest expenses other than your mortgage or your rent. If you're putting money into savings plans for college, pause, stop it. You know, hold back on that for right now. You can re re replenish those funds later on. The other thing I would say is if you have children, no matter what their age is, if they understand the basic value of money, if you give them a dollar or $10, how they spend it, what you want to do is to be able to really understand, you want to get them on board, get them on board. Um, there's some other things that are in this particular article, you know, tap your emergency fund, consolidate, negotiate credit card debt. And the last one and the most severe, of course, is stop paying your mortgage. If you'd like to have a copy of this article, I'd be more than happy to send it out to you. And it's not so much for you, the listening to me, but it's for those people that are maybe your children or grandchildren that need help. So you need to call me at my office at 
800-926-7011 or just simply go to my website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors, Inc. is a registered investment advisor.